Hello there, everyone. Before we get into the amazing conversation we're about to have on Krypton to Alderaan, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about the Amidala Initiative, which is a fundraising campaign set up by a group of Star Wars content creators and fans to raise money for Equality Texas, money that will benefit trans youth and trans rights in the state of Texas. And there's nothing more fitting than naming this campaign effort after the great Padme Amidala. The Amidala Initiative has set up a GoFundMe campaign with a goal of $25,000 that will go directly to Equality Texas to support trans people and protect and stand up for trans rights. So, we're asking for your support, and we can all do our part. Please follow at Amidala Helps on Twitter, and if you're able, please consider donating to the Amidala Initiative GoFundMe. You can find all the information on this attack on trans youth and their families, as well as what else you can do to help on Twitter and in the GoFundMe bio. Remember, we are stronger together. Krypton to Alderaan. I'm Joey, and this episode I'm with two friendly neighborhood podcasters, Chase and Beza. Y'all, thank you so much for being here and for agreeing to come back <laughs> to Krypton to Alderaan. Uh, <laughs> really appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, always thank a treat. You for having yes, me. thank you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited to talk with you two about Spider Man No Way Home. Spoilers throughout. So prepare yourselves, people listening. Can you both take some time to remind our listeners about who you are and all the awesome stuff y'all do? Hi, I'm Chase. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be here. I'm ready to talk Spidey. I'm that gay Jedi on YouTube mostly. Also, my wonderful co-host Beza and I, we do a podcast called Fear Queers where we like deep dive into all things queer and horror. And I'm also on Pink Milk After Dark, which is a queer Star Wars podcast with, with a weekly live streams on Friday nights. So iconic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beza. <laughs> I use they, them pronouns. And as Chase said, we do the Fear Cruise podcast, which comes out every other week. And we have many episodes that come out in the weeks in between. And other than that, I'm actually starting work on a new horror newsletter, which is really exciting. I haven't really talked about it, but I guess I will say that here. And um, breaking news on yeah. Krypton to Alderaan. <laughs> breaking <laughs> breaking Hell news. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll happen at some point. Who knows when? Awesome. <laughs> and you're both involved or run LGBTQ VHS. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Thanks Thank for you, saying Joey. that. <laughs> so everyone go on Instagram and follow LGBTQ VHS. Yeah. Beza does most all Thank the you. work of wonderful, wonderful retro media collection. And hopefully when um, it is safer, we will be doing events in Chicago yes. at some point. I think that idea started with the intention that maybe we would not be in the <laughs> state that we're in. But now, you know, uh, we're still here and we're thriving. But someday, someday it was it'll definitely come back. a pre-variant plan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had so many of those pre-variant plans, like going to the movies and being yes. able to do yes. stuff right. like that. <laughs> Heard yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember I used that. to <laughs> love going to the movies. I have a scrapbook of my movie ticket stubs that date back to like Aww. 2004. Oh, I love that. Oh God, it's amazing, so cool. and I love looking back at it. And now I'm just like, no. Let me pay for them on a streaming. Like, I will pay yeah. you 
Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. amount of money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know what does suck is I have been to a movie theater a couple times and they just don't give out the paper stubs like they used to. Yeah. Like you always yeah. have to buy them online now. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Virtual binder. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Virtual scrapbooking. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that oh, is. Oh, we should start that app. Honestly, yeah, for movie it. tickets, it's kind of like Letterboxd. Kind of oh, just that. I'm going to okay. cut all of this so that yes. no one steals <laughs> yeah. the idea. Honestly, a Copy great written. idea, though. Really is. Yeah. One day. Apple's like, it's just Apple Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For movie tickets. <laughs> Speaking of going to the movie theaters in unsafe times, like I thought I was doing safely and then ended up, it wasn't so much. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Y'all talked about this a little bit on Fear Queers. And anyone listening, go listen to Fear Queers. It's a great podcast. Obviously, it's amazing. And Chase and Beza did an episode on, you know, like a reaction episode to No Way Home. And it was really good. We're going to maybe hopefully like expand on some of the points y'all made because I wasn't there. And I had things to say about what you were saying. And the only way to do that is to like start my own podcast and then invite the two of you on. Your plan worked. (laughs) Yes. So I'm always so curious because Spider-Man is this like pivotal character to the extent that I think no one really knew Marvel characters before the early 2000s besides Spider-Man. Right, like 2008 Mm -hmm. came and Iron Man came out, but that was like after Marvel was going bankrupt and sold all their stuff, no one knew who these characters were. But I feel like Spider-Man has always been something that Mm -hmm. everyone knew, everyone related to one way or another. So I'd love to know how we all were introduced to Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and like where in our lives that character became important to us. Oh boy. Well, I think... I'm trying to remember what I said in that episode, but I'm pretty sure it did start with the Sam Raimi movie in 2002. I was obviously interested in Spider-Man as a character before. I was really into the Spider-Girl comics. Those were like the first comics I really ever read. They were just a bit life-changing in more ways than one. Cut to me being gay 20 <laughs> years later. But I like then I like begged my parents to take me to see Spider-Man in the movie theater. And I was seven. I think so. My parents were a bit hesitant to take me, but, you know, thankfully they did. And I was scared shitless for most of it, but it was also like exhilarating and beautiful. And I cried and I laughed and I've been (laughs) and I threw up and and I farted and and I've been in love with him ever since. Oh, yeah. What about you, Chase? Yeah, mine was definitely Raimi's first film. I was also horrified. I was, I honestly was and still am a big scaredy cat, but the difference is now I like horror and then I really didn't like it. And Green Goblin hugged that line a little bit too close for me. So I was definitely nervous, but I was into it at the same time. And then I really was just like video games in general. For sure. Specifically, I think, I think it was Spider-Man 3 on the Wii, but like, listen... That was like one of the first times they like uploaded the entire map of Manhattan into a video game. And that is how I learned my way around New York to this day. (laughs) That is why I know where things are because I spent hours playing that game. Yeah. And then I honestly, we'll kind of get to this a little bit later, but then I like skipped over the Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't watch any of Andrew Garfield's until this year. So, oh, wow. Yeah. It was really just Tobey Maguire for me and Tom Holland, obviously. I think that's okay. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I'm showing my cards a a little bit early, but. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we'll get get to rankings. We'll have a chat about Mr. Garfield. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's really interesting that it's the 
Sam Raimi films for both of you. I grew up in the 90s with the Spider-Man animated series. Mm, um, I had that on VHS. <laughs> awesome. I love that. That was the best animated superhero. It was Spider-Man and the X-Men animated series in mm-hmm. the 90s were the mm. best. And I think like to mm-hmm. this day, that's the best on-screen Venom that there's ever been is in that show. Mm. So since like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was what y'all, what initially hooked you, you've obviously like researched the character more and become more like interested in the character. So I'm wondering if that's still have the subsequent Peter Parker's held up in the same way. I have to say going into and after watching No Way Home, it kind of actually solidified that Tobey Maguire is my favorite Mm Spider-Man. I mean, we quote unquote didn't know that he was going to be in it, but like (laughs) we knew he was going to be in it. So I was kind of expecting, I was kind of on the edge of my seat and just seeing him again in the role and like experiencing him again in a movie theater really like, that out for me in a way that I wasn't expecting. But just because he's my favorite, I wouldn't say that he's the best mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I do think that crown goes to Tom Holland yeah. for sure. But that's my... That's I didn't mean I, to break in there with my hard agree, but like hard agree. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean about like, I binged all the Spider-Man movies leading up to No Way Home. And Tom has always inarguably sort of been the best for me in terms of just He captures Peter in like a very youthful way in a way that a lot of people have discussed that I don't need to get into length here. But also seeing him next to Mm -hmm. Toby during No Way Home was almost like, wait, do I like Tom more? Do I like Toby more? You know what I mean? Like once I saw them together, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I missed Toby. Like, let's go back to Toby. Toby holds a lot of nostalgia for me, but Tom is definitely the best. You know, Andrew, I get why a lot of people love Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. I personally don't love Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, and I would literally get thrown off of Twitter if I put that out there. So I'm putting it out there. Um, <laughs> so, come for me. Yeah, so come for me at underscore that. You're coming no, um, out there so, but, with that on Krypton Alderaan, so you don't really have to worry about anyone coming. Great. You have a very kind and loving, accepting audience. You're, sure, um, or yes. like, or True. small. No. <laughs> Well, yeah. And I think, I mean, Andrew Garfield also didn't necessarily totally stand a chance. He had one last, less movie and the movies were less, they were written more poorly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. he didn't really have that much of a chance. But that being said, I still just don't really vibe with his personification of Peter. You know what? I will say No Way Home gave me an appreciation for Andrew Garfield, though. Yes. I came out of that movie liking him 2% more, wow. which means I like him 2%. <laughs> yes. So. Honestly, same. Fair. Big same. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think it all comes down to the scene where they're being brothers on the Mm. weird Captain America Statue of Liberty. Spoilers. (laughs) Yeah. But when they're like, when it's the meta scene of Toby and Tom Holland talking to Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, like, no, you're amazing. He's like, no, I suck. He's like, I've never even fought any alien. At least he's self-aware. You know, it's like a very meta scene. And Tobey Maguire, like, literally says, you're amazing. I think it's obviously catering to the people who, like, didn't like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But the thing I loved about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, nostalgia aside, and the thing that I really love about Tom Holland is that I was a nerdy kid in the 90s. I watched Spider-Man and Peter Parker was a science nerd. He made his web fluid. He like was a scientist and that really connected with me. And I loved seeing that. And then Andrew Garfield was the cool skateboarding, awesome hair, Peter Parker. (laughs) Uh, It just didn't, it was just a disconnect from what I 
like connected with, which mm-hmm. was kind of a bummer. But Sony maybe messed up a lot, I think. We'll probably get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Many yeah. thoughts. Yeah, so I do. Thoughts. I could, I mean, I could talk for 20 more minutes about just that you said, and I just know that I agree. <laughs> okay, great. In conclusion, we all agree. I'm glad we do, though, because we've never really, like, all talked about this. I bet basically you and I have barely even talked about, like, yeah. Andrew side by side along the other two. Yeah, yeah I think it, that's very important because, like I said, Spider-Man has been a very important character to many people for so long. And I think it's because you all have talked about on Fear Queers before, being a nerd was not always cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool now, Mm -hmm. great, but it wasn't cool. And seeing that character represented as a nerd, Marvel had, they had the scientist characters, which was amazing to see. The thing is that that character was so important to, I don't know, the nerds out there. It it meant such Mm -hmm. a thing. And then like, personally, I think that that's a very important part of the way No Way Home ends with setting up the future of Spider-Man. It's been so reliant on the MCU so far, but now it's set up like yeah. Peter Parker himself, right? Let's just deep dive into the movie. I love what we've decided to do here. I'm a little bit scared about it, but with this stuff, I've tried really hard to get away from like, what's your favorite Part. Yeah. Like, I really want to be like, what's your favorite Spider-Man, which we've talked about already. But I think that's a legitimate question. Yeah. But I really tried to not be like, what's your favorite part of the movie? So I was kind of like, let's pick three scenes each. And the more I went through it, the more I had a hard time picking because spoiler alert, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love I think I love like every single ounce of this movie. Mm. It hit me a lot. The three of us decided to go around the room and based on what we know about each other, try to guess each other's top (laughs) three scenes. I feel like I'm a little bit of a disadvantage here, but I've got some notes here. I'm going to try and let's try to do this. Joey, I'm going to guess at your favorite scene. Okay, well, this stinks because I had a whole plan, but it actually (laughs) totally does not check out with everything we've talked about so far. I was going to say that your favorite scene was like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man saving MJ. But like after our conversation, I don't think you would necessarily like put that as your favorite scene. I do have that as a runner up. Okay. Because it's... It perfect. Yeah. yeah. We left the movie theater and I turned to Lorelai and I said, I, I think that's the perfect comic book oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's Absolutely. what I think. And that scene, regardless of what I thought about the Andrew Garfield movies, that scene and that, like, his win there where he had yeah. lost and the way he worked that scene and the way he was directed in that scene is perfect. So it is a runner up, but not the fave. It's not in top three, but depending on how the rest of this goes, I might just cut it. So I'm like, yeah, you got it. You're right. So we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how this works. Well, I I have a guess of Joey's favorite scene, if I may. I think one of your favorite scenes is three Spider-Men in the lab doing their little science moment. (laughs) I think when I saw that and when I rewatched it, I was like, that's a very Joey centered scene so that's that's i one of my picks that legitimately is in my bullet points here spider-man spider scientist hell yeah hell yeah brother hell yeah brother loved that and i kind of loved like the i don't know campy campy is a great yeah yeah, it's very campy 
And they're in lab sure. coats and goggles and yeah. <laughs> all kinds of, you know, scientists. Because they never would stuff. be. Yeah, they really took it there, which and, I'm grateful for. <laughs> yeah. You know, PPE. It's very important. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Oh, yeah. Wear a yes. mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> I absolutely loved that scene. I'll say I loved the scenes where they were just the three Peter Parkers mm. just interacting with each other and being heartfelt and being the Peter Parker that, like, I love. Yeah. So yeah. you got one, Beza. I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep oh, score. Yeah. One point for me. What do we win? You win another guest spot on Krypton to Alderaan. Oh, sorry. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Beza, I'm going to guess one of your scenes Andrew Garfield saving MJ. And why why do you say that? (laughs) Um, Because you're really great and lovely, and it's a really great and lovely scene, and it's emotional, (laughs) and it's so I'm wrong. You're not well, yes, you're wrong. <laughs> but but it's only because I am in the same boat as you and I did put it as my number one honorable mention. Ooh. It is a great scene. It made me cry as I mean, I cried throughout the movie, but that <laughs> did also still make me cry. Like I said, this movie made me enjoy Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But that being said, not one of my favorite scenes. Damn it. I really but thought I had the it. same boat, so are you that sorry? You and Joey are clearly on the same exact page. <laughs> I know. Maybe we have the same exact ranking. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to guess Bonabeza's scenes is Aunt May's death is one of your favorite <gasps> scenes. Did I get it? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, damn it. I have that on my list as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even know how to talk about it. Yeah, but no. Yeah, go I, ahead. And I don't know how long we can talk about it without some tears being shed, but. Basically, I got lucky. I mean, I sat next to Beza the entire movie. So (laughs) I definitely like, and I can attest, like we were crying throughout the whole thing, but you did shed a couple extra tears when Aunt May died. Who didn't? And we've also had a couple conversations about how that is one of the most tragic deaths in the MCU and also perfectly handled executions of Peter Parker learning with great power comes great responsibility. So the way it does both is impeccable and we've never seen it done before. And that's why I guess it was yours, Beza. And Chase, you uh, have the advantage, See? of course, as I we mentioned it. before. <laughs> but it, I mean, and we can talk about it later on if we want, but I just have to say it was one of the best Spider-Man scenes I've ever witnessed. Yeah. It just was nothing like Uncle Ben or Aunt May in the video games. Like it was not like that. And it was its own individual growth and that's something that i was missing so much from tom holland's portrayal of spider-man was growth and like coming into his own and i think that's why it just hit me so hard and it continues to do it anytime i watch it i'm a disgusting ball of yeah it just hits the hardest i've been talking a lot about and revisiting the death of spider-man run in the ultimate spider-man comics which is the transition from peter parker to miles morales and The whole event leading up to Peter Parker's death, spoiler alert, in that comic book run, I mean, it's not the same, but it makes me feel the same as Aunt May's death in that scene. Like, it has such an impact. Like, Peter in the comic book is like, I did it. I finally, you know, I saved you. I don't know. There was such that same gravity to that scene in No Way Home. Even though that is the one thing that was spoiled for me before I went to see the movie. <gasps> no. But Are you I did not think it was real. I did not think it was a spoiler. I thought it was someone on Twitter being like, what if this had happened? So it didn't really register. Okay. 
Yeah. I wasn't sad about it. I mean, I was sad about it. (laughs) I think also that portrayal was just another reason that it was so heartbreaking comparatively to the other two. Mm. Or, I mean, there was obviously a lot of Spider-Man, but live action Spider-Man because Tom Holland, like to a fault sometimes was a bit too immature as Spider-Man. It kind of was that like really losing a parent Mm -hmm. that like is obviously felt in like Tobey Maguire. You can feel that too. The way that they portray emotion is obviously very different. So yeah. And the way that it happened, just like her death in general, like Peter Parker in the other two movies, he shows up and uncle Ben, I mean, it's, it's tragic. You're losing, you're losing somebody, but like the way it happened in no way home confusing. And the way she didn't know she was dying. Yeah. Yeah, It was awful. It was, yeah. I mean, I think they really captured that like shock. Yeah. That you don't, you didn't really get. Yeah. Yeah. And like the police are surrounding the place and he needs and to happy. leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, happy. And happy. happy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, Beza, yeah. you want to guess Chase? Chase. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Chase. Where would I put you? <laughs> I think one of Chase's favorite scenes. I hope I'm not wrong, but there's so many. Oh no. There's a lot of scenes in that movie. <laughs> There are so many scenes in it. I'm going to say one of your favorite scenes was, I'm going to say the last scene. Peter swinging in New York in the snow, finally free, knowing what his worth and purpose is, and just being a new version of Spider-Man. I think that's one of your favorite scenes. I got to say, that is, that's very good. And yes, you got it. That is in my top three. (laughs) And I didn't even expect that to be in my top three. But when I was building my list, I was like, how can I not put that epilogue? Like, how can I not put that whole moment in there? And I'm very impressed. So yes, ding, 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 point Beza. So I'm still winning. So yeah, so you are, as always, good. you are always winning. Yeah, <laughs> I need to talk about that scene for oh, so many let's, reasons. Let's talk about it. One yeah. of the let's. things that I wanted to say before and lost track of was that like, his life wasn't always great. You know what I mean? Like, I also mm-hmm. love Superman. Mm-hmm. He's my top superhero character. And like, in recent comic book history, we go into the nuance of him and maybe his life isn't always great, but like Peter Parker is a college student, broke, shitty apartment, mm-hmm. like all of this mm-hmm. stuff that's just extremely relatable, but he also had superpowers. And so that being where this movie culminated, like means so much to me of yeah. the potential of what we get to see next. But yeah. I don't know how to express in words how excited I was to see that suit. I have not liked any of tom holland's spider-man suit yeah that suit yeah is perfect it is yeah. the perfect suit when he came out in that suit i was like you finally did it it like gets him out from under the shadow of tony who uh, yes, was creating God. his suits this whole time and then like right. in uh. the second one he builds a suit in that thing that's all great and fun it's fun technology this is spider-man mm-hmm. out of the shadow of everyone in the mcu being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, making his suit, that's such a good suit. I have been yeah. waiting for that suit. Anyway, yeah. I love that suit. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And he has his little sewing machine. Maybe Absolutely. I learned to sew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> it's just such a sweet, and it's so and, Peter. And he yeah. incorporates, so like, Peter. he incorporates the suit vibes from each of his brothers that he met, you know, through his entire arc, which is also just gorgeous. You know what I mean? It's so cute. It's so... Chase, you just gave me chill. Oh my God, stop. Oh my God, stop it. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm going to do a scene for Chase. Perfect. I think one of your favorite scenes, according okay. to my notes, is... I'm cheating a little bit, I think, maybe, but the spider sense in the apartment with Norman when they're making the cures. That's a good it's one. N- my number one scene. Yes. It is my yes. number one scene. You might have said that on Fear Queers. And I, I was think like, I, I, I need think to, I might have. I need to get one. So <laughs> Well, you're on the board. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. You're on the you made it on the board. Norman's on sabbatical, honey. It's so <laughs> good, so you guys. Good. It's way too good. First of all, aside from being able to see his like Beza, we both have Spidey Sense tattoos. I love yeah, that. But aside from like seeing his actual like astral projection, like Spidey Senses that Doctor Strange punches, mm. I literally lost my mind seeing those squiggles. Incredible. Yeah. And then seeing like the way that like his spider sense was perceived from Tom Holland's point of view during that whole moment was so unnerving. And I was like actually really nervous. Scared. I was like scared. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, did he get drugged? Like, what is this like? And it must be yeah. very overwhelming, by the way to be Peter Parker and have to like kind of experience that spider tingle, Peter tingle. He says that in, in civil war. He, I mean, yes. I love that scene in civil war where he's Tony's like, what are these, like, what are your goggles for? And he's like, it's overwhelming. I need to cut out the noise. I never realized that tie in. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's definitely my number. That's my number one. I, I mean, I technically put, I was like, Norman's on sabbatical, honey, Spidey sense into the fight, into May's death. Because also just that that Goblin Peter Parker fight is so good. It's so visceral. Willem has said that he Ugh. wants to do all that stunt work himself, all that physical work himself. And you can really tell it has the most Goblin energy in it. And, and that's why you it's so tell. like horrific. It's so good. That whole moment, it's so good. Like if I could just watch all that and then fast forward Maydime because I respect her, but I just, it's too much. <laughs> it's honestly too sad. And then, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite <laughs> I scenes. I think it's very telling because it's a very horror scene. Like just the way it's it shot is. and just like focusing on yeah. Peter. It's very Sam Raimi. Yeah. I think there were two things in this movie that were very Sam Raimi, that scene and mm-hmm. the mirror dimension yes. yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. And it just, I love John Watts unless he's problematic and then I hate him. I haven't <laughs> and you know what? Properly, just don't, but... don't tell me right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now let's just love John Yeah, Watts. yeah. Let me be ignorant for one second. <laughs> I think he's done a really amazing job at directing each mm-hmm. of these films and specifically in this one, pulling from the way the other films yes. were directed to merge everything yes. into one. I mean, that scene, everything about that scene is incredible. The mm-hmm. scene where Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker saves MJ is, it's just incredible. I just love that scene. It's also oh, yeah. on my top three list. I'm going to go ahead and say what my official top okay. three. Perfect. Were. Okay. So that scene with Norman and the spider sense is in my top three. I sort of cheated. Listen, I do a lot of this. Pick one thing and then I pick three things on Krypton Dalderon. It's my show. I can do what I want. <laughs> Very true. So I sort of combined it with like every spider sense scene in this movie. It, it's what I've been mm-hmm. waiting for, mm-hmm. for all Spider-Man movies to do. And the scene with Doctor Strange where he pushes Mm -hmm. Peter out of his body is incredible. And the visualization of the spider sense and the fact that Peter's like physical body is still able to operate. Yeah. (laughs) Keep away from Doctor Strange. Like the sense that he removed Peter Parker from his body. He removed all the insecurities, all the overwhelmingness that we were just talking about. And his body is pure spider Mm -hmm. sense now. And he can just like avoid Doctor Strange. That is the most comic booky yes. thing. And I love it so much. 
I talk a lot on this podcast about how I love that we're getting in, like the MCU is taking mm-hmm. risks and we're getting mm-hmm. more comic booky. And that is such a, I could talk about it forever. I just love that whole experience. Any of the Spider-Sense stuff, including yeah. Trust the Tingle. When they're all being friends and, and Spider-Man brothers and Peter's like, trust the tingle. <laughs> I just freaking loved yeah. all of yeah. that. Like basic correctly guessed, Spider-Man being scientists, loved it. And also in my top three is Aunt May's death. And I actually had Aunt May's death in the top three for oh, all of yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's on my Absolutely. Yep. So those yep. are my official top three. Okay, well, as you guessed, Aunt May is in mine. And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, we already talked about it, but for all the reasons that we already said, I think the next one, it has to be the last scene of him swinging in the snow. I can't imagine a better way to end that movie. There was no other way to end it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think. And it was the perfect amount of heartbreaking, sad, traumatizing, but also just like beautiful and freeing. I couldn't not love it Mm -hmm. it was just perfect i think everything about it was perfect and then my last scene these aren't in order but my last scene was doc ock helping the spider men with green goblin and just green goblin's like realization of everything that he did throughout the movie which i love those two men probably more than my own (laughs) self yeah doc ock's like (laughs) entire story in this movie was my favorite scene so good and just like his relationship with Norman and yeah. I don't know. I just think they did everything so well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what else there is to say. I think that's amazing. And like in Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man one, they touch on the mental illness aspect mm-hmm. of the green goblin. They almost cross over into diving into that. And that's something I think they did really well mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this movie. Incredible. Just incredible. Both the arcs. I'm going to talk about how much I love John Watts <laughs> in a few minutes. I think. But Chase, what were your official top? <laughs> well, two of them were guests. The epilogue, I guess if you can call it that. And then Norman's on sabbatical, honey, Spidey sense, everything. And the third one was just Tom Holland beating the crap out of the goblin. And then Peter stopping him from like going all the way. Mm-hmm. That was like, brutal and visceral and a very peter parker moment and then to have toby be the one to deliver that message was really powerful so that was like that'd be my third favorite scene in order of the movie not in order of like my favorites and then like a little honorable mention thrown out to when they all flip off of each other i mean that was insane (laughs) i know when they flipped off of each other i was like whoa Again, that was kind of like a very comic booky moment where you you see that in a comic book panel, but I would never think I would see three Spider Men bouncing off each other in a movie. That's camp. So that was it was yeah. camp. It was camp. And it was yeah. hot. <laughs> and it was hot. Camp and hot. Hot camp. Camp and hot. <laughs> I love that scene where Toby Maguire, Peter Parker, stops Tom Holland and Peter Parker so from like powerful. doing what happened to Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. Like the glider mm-hmm. and everything was yeah. just an incredible scene. I guess, Chase, I'm going to count this. Beza, give me half a point here. I have Spider-Man <laughs> team up we'll see. slash I love you guys. Oh, yeah. Chase's hey, right. Favorites. That was the moment before. So that's included <laughs> yeah. for sure. I'll get, okay. I'll give you 0.5. <laughs> Thank you. I did not love it when I saw it. But then when I learned it was improv. Improv. Yeah. I loved it more. When I saw yeah. it, I was like, why didn't they say it back? That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's some like... Say it back. What they can't say like they're back. dude bros and they can't say I love you back. It's just they're the same <laughs> anyway. So I had a problem with yeah. that. Yeah, it's funny. fine. 
I got to say one last thing before we move to like our rankings among everything. Mm -hmm. Venom. I don't think there's a comic book villain that I know of that I like more than Venom. And that that. post credit scene was everything to me. I loved it. It's everything I wanted and it's everything I want from Spider-Man going forward. Listen, Mm. Morbius, can we stop? (laughs) <laughs> the Craven movie that I guess they're making, these all seem like jokes. Mm-hmm. Fine. If people like them, that's fine. I'm like, oh, why Will are we, we watch doing... them? Probably. Oh, I'll yeah. watch them. Will I be inebriated? Most likely. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like doing this and bringing Venom into this in this way, I think was mm-hmm. perfect. And I cannot wait to see that whole thing unfold because I think that they've done a great job with the comic bookiness so far. So I can't wait to see them do the comic booky stuff with that. Let's rank Spider-Man No Way Home amongst the other Spider-Man films. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. What do we think? The hardest decision of your life. Well, Go. <laughs> it gets really hard with the Amazing Spider-Man movies because it's, I like don't care about them, so I don't know where to put them. But I also like find the first one pretty endearing. Like I do enjoy the first Amazing Spider-Man, but it's also like not great. So it's hard to place those on my list. But No Way Home is definitely at the top out of all these. If I could put both that and just the Spider-Man one with Toby, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, those two are really hard for me. Like, it depends on the day, honestly. Like, I'd put Sam Raimi's Spidey one on top or No Way Home on top. Those two switch out, for sure. It's like a number one and two flip-flop. Sweet. Beza, what do you think? (laughs) I will say that it is definitely in my top three, if not my number one, but it does depend on the day. I would say it switches between the original Spider-Man, 2002 Sam Raimi, and Into the Mm Spider-Verse. I think Into the Spider-Verse is one of, if not my favorite Spider-Man movie, along with Spider-Man 2. So it's always within those four movies, and it sits comfortably at two or three. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many good Spider-Man movies. What are you going to do? There are. Yeah. I respectfully disagree a little bit. I don't think there's so many good Spider-Man movies, but I do think that there are some. And I loved this movie so incredibly much. And it sits tied at number one with Into the Spider-Verse. I'm not sure what to do with Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse might just be like my favorite movie in general. It's a movie Mm -hmm. that I can put on every day and watch it and enjoy it. It's incredible. It's just so incredible. So I think it's like stolen that spot Mm -hmm. at like the top of my all-time list. But Mm -hmm. No Way Home is right up there with it in terms of like Spider-Man films, for sure. It's number one. And going back to just what Spider-Man has meant to me, but also John Watts, I think he's done an incredible job of directing these films. And each character is great. And I think it also really speaks to his direction, what we got from Defoe and Mm. Doc Ock in this movie. Obviously, they were great in the Sam Raimi movies, but this one, they were just like, Mm -hmm. I think they got to bring a lot more to it themselves, but they were given that freedom and combined with John Watts' direction. We got the incredible villains that we hadn't necessarily gotten before, in in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Even Electro. (laughs) Electro had a glow up, for sure. was so great. Yep. Then we got to see him in Mm Spider-Man 2. Him and Tom Holland are having like a serious conversation. And Electro is like, yeah, can I ask you a question? 
are these your Legos? <laughs> <laughs> like you're obviously a child yeah. trying to save us all. Yeah. I yeah. loved Jamie Foxx's Electro in this movie and mm. didn't necessarily in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. It was great. Do you think that both of your connection to horror is what brings your connection to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies? I would say absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I there's not a day that goes yeah. by where I don't think of Doc Ock's hospital oh, scene yeah. in yeah. my brain rent free. Yeah. Like it's like I said, you know, when we started, those were some of my first horror movies. Yeah, honestly, that's what I would consider them as. I've obviously discovered others along the way, and maybe I wouldn't put those categorize those as horror movies right now. But when I was seven, those were fucking terrifying. Yeah. So I would, I mean, I would say so yeah Yeah. definitely and on top of the hospital scene it was also in the first one with the green goblin like pretending to be a crying old woman like behind that shawl then turning around with that mask so scarring as a kid but we live it was great (laughs) he's got a soundboard he does have a soundboard where'd that scream come from he's like he has a little ghost face mask yeah the little voice changer green goblin yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Something that I did think was going to happen in this movie that didn't happen. I mean, I'm not disappointed, but I really thought when they injected Norman with the serum that didn't work mm. the first time, that that was going to lead him into becoming like the ultimate green I god, thought the that big for, monster I thought that, that for we a see second. in Into the yeah, Spider-Verse. Yeah, not yeah. disappointed, just really thought that's where they were going. Yeah, I'm glad that's not where they went. There was so fucking much in this movie that I think that would have been like... yeah. We needed him to stay human, for sure. Yeah. And you needed Defoe to chew it yeah. up the whole time. Yeah. And that he did. Just yeah. That. No crumbs. Yeah. No crumbs are left in the no making crumbs. of Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 How about ranking within the MCU? Where do we think this lands within the entirety of the MCU so far? One. Number one? I don't... I. I yeah. For me, like... <laughs> Okay, this is like so toxic, but I'm holding number one for Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) Listen, I should not be doing this at all because it could be (laughs) awful. Do you know what I mean? But I'm like, my favorite Marvel movie is Multiverse of Madness and it's not even out yet. That being said, this movie would be number two. So (laughs) (laughs) So I would say that's fair, but I really don't think it's fair. But. I think that's interesting. I think we've all said No Way Home had no business being good. Mm -hmm. It had no business us dedicating this amount of time to talking about how incredible it was. But it did it. It did it all and it did it really well. So that's a good sign for multiverse. I think so. And I think having Sam Raimi in there. I mean, think about it. Some of our favorite scenes were the Sam Raimi styled scenes. Some of like our favorite Spider-Man scenes in general are Sam Raimi scenes. So I don't know. We'll see. But is Peter going to show up in Multiverse of Madness? I hope it's Zombie Hunter Spidey, because I think we might be getting some zombie. Yeah, <laughs> zombie. I hope they play the cranberries. Ooh. In a Marvel movie, nonetheless, that would be yeah. amazing. be great. I think the same. It's really high up there for me. Listen, I, I've said it, and I'll just keep saying it. I want these movies to be more comic booky, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I think that they are starting to take a lot of risks in the MCU that we didn't get at the beginning. And they were still good at the beginning, I guess. But now we're finally getting into the realm of them being more comic booky and taking more mm-hmm. risks. Like the end of Infinity War <laughs> was a huge mm-hmm. risk. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it was incredible. But killing Aunt May is beyond. Yeah. It's like a whole new yeah. level. And the Multiverse of Men list just looks like bonkers. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. So we're taking these comic book For sure. risks. 
I'm very excited for the comic bookiness of all of this stuff. And yeah, yeah, it didn't get any better than No Way Absolutely. Home. Except for what if. Oh like God. if we're listen, if we're talking Marvel TV shows and movies, I think I think I liked What If more than <gasps> Chase, Isn't you have to log bonkers? off. I know. I really should. Go Goodbye. touch the grass. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about the epilogue a lot. We talked about the post credit scene. I'd love to know where we all think Spidey goes from here. Being maybe like on his own, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Listen, I've loved the Tom Holland movies, but I don't know why they have felt that they needed to bring in these... Avengers figures to like hold the hand of the movie to mm-hmm. make it something enticing. How we feel about like getting away from that and where Peter goes from here. I will say since I've had some time after No Way Home, I think my appreciation for Tom Holland's Spider-Man being so closely tied with Tony Stark and other Avengers and like pre-established characters, I went from having no appreciation for that <laughs> to, to like some appreciation like when you zoom out and look at the MCU, that choice almost feels like a main comic book arc. And then what we're going to get is like the version of Spider-Man that has been developed throughout Tom Holland's time in the MCU is more like an offshoot of his own series, right? And it's going to be very like Peter focused, which I think feels kind of good when I think about it like that. I hope that they keep leaning into it. And I hope that we get that on the ground Peter Parker, Spidey. And I hope that they're not afraid to like lose the darker tones that were shown in No Way Home. We got a lot of darker tones with this Peter Parker, which they've objectively shied away from in Tom Holland's movies. So I hope that they're not going to like kind of go back to like uwu cutesy Spider Man Mm -hmm. as Spider Man grows up, which I doubt they will. I mean, tinfoil hat theory, but I definitely am convinced that Holland and Marvel have like a contract signed where. He gets to go work on anything he wants for like 10 years and then he comes back and records and not records. Oh my God, films like three more <laughs> Spider-Man movies. Well, he's going to come so, record with yeah. us the next episode. Yeah, exactly. So stay tuned to Krypton to Alderaan. Um, <laughs> you imagine I uh, would sweat a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I really hope they have something going on to keep this all included with Marvel and the way Marvel mm-hmm. progresses. Yeah. How about Ned and MJ? How do you think that's all eventually going to get tied up i kind of think they're gonna like hold peter away from mj for a long time and i i kind of think that we're gonna like reestablish peter and ned at first i also really do think that they're gonna give ned's gonna become some sort of i don't know if like young avenger is the word for it (laughs) but like i think he is gonna become some sort of bigger character in like a supernatural way and then i think we'll probably save mj for a while i like the idea of keeping the anonymity there for the first movie first two movies i want to sit in that those isolated peter parker vibes you know where it's just kind of lonely and a little bit sad but he's still trying to be a good guy you know like i like that energy and so i hope i hope we keep them all separate for a while boy well i mean i have some hopes that ned takes the supervillain route just like follows in the footsteps of harry and you know these people who yeah i have some hope for that i don't know if we need it i don't know if you want it (laughs) <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> you want it. <laughs> I, I want it because I think it would be more interesting the way that Ned portrays his character as like this bubbly, sweet guy in mm. contrast to the Harrys who are kind of always broody and like not you really. Knew they were gonna go bad. You knew they were going to yeah. go bad at some point. So that's the only reason I see some kind of validation in Ned turning into like Hobgoblin or, you know, whoever. 
Yeah. In terms of where I want to see Peter go, I want to see him hang out with Kate Bishop. That's all I need. Oh that, my God. That's all I need and that's all I want. Him with Yelena, Kate Bishop, America Chavez, just hanging out. Like I, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. I want everything. him to like have his time to grow and be his own person, but I would love to see him interact with those other young Avengers, especially in New York. We know that they're in the same timeline, maybe. And I just need to see that interaction because I think they all would get along so well. And that would just make me happy. It probably won't happen, but I want it to. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I would love for him to turn down the new Avengers. They approach him and he's like, after everything he's just been through, he's, I don't, I just want to, be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't want to go into space. I don't want to fight aliens. I just want to be for sure who I am. Mm. But hit me up when you're in New York. Yeah, yeah. Let me know if anything's going on in New York. Also, if I'm ever wearing this black suit, just come and fight me and get this thing off of me. I would love new trilogy, no Avengers, no space. Somewhat of what you were talking about, Chase, where it's Peter Parker being on his own. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a hero. Ever since that scene in Civil War when Peter Parker was like, I need to wear these things to cancel out all the noise, I can't focus, I've wanted him to team up with Daredevil. Yeah. Like Ooh, Matt Murdock yeah. could teach him how to hone in his senses. Sure. I think that would be really amazing to see. I also think that they'll leave MJ out, but I think that Ned will figure it out and that that's what will Ooh. turn Ned to Hobgoblin. Because at that point, Peter will have lied. Like he promised to find them and tell them the truth Mm -hmm. after he made everyone forget. So I don't know. I think it would be neat for Ned to figure that out somehow and then realize Peter quote unquote lied and that that's what turns Ned. And it'll be very emotional. Like his best friend told him that he would come and find him and tell him everything. And he didn't. And he's just been like letting everyone live this life in delusions. That could be a cool maybe villain arc. For Ned, maybe like villain to hero kind of. Yeah. Also, it'd make it even more tragic that line in No Way Home where he's like, I would never yeah, do that no. to you. Like, let me be the one that doesn't do that to you. And honestly, for that reason, I don't want it to happen. But also, like, if anyone can pull that off and make me be okay with the fact that Ned is a baddie, it's Marvel. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure I'll be fine when that happens, but it's just so sad to think about. <laughs> yeah. I would love for it to be like Ned turns because Peter didn't come and find him. But then, like, Peter makes him the hero. With great power comes great responsibility. You know, yeah. all emotional thing. And then yeah. and then he's the hero. But I think, to me, that line when they're like being scientists was very foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry, I'm never going to turn into the supervillain. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> we maybe you now. will. <laughs> I love that. And I want Venom. Oh my God, end. it's going to be so fun when that <laughs> happens. If I mean, yeah. if that happens, I guess we don't really know with Sony being involved. But Sony, just... Just Come let on. it go, like, let it go or work out a deal, like, Sony, figure it out. Girl. if you're listening, just do us yeah. a favor. Like, yeah, just stop for trying us to make three. fetch happen. It's not going to happen. happen. <laughs> it's really not going to happen. And just listen to us because we know what we're doing and talking about. Yeah. 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 Come on. Awesome. I loved this. Thank you both so much for being here and talking about this. I am just invigorated with comic book nerd energy. Yeah. I love it all. I love it. Can we go around and one last time tell people where they could find you? Chase? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube. I'm That Gay Jedi on YouTube. Twitter at underscore That Gay Jedi. Awesome. Aza? 
Yeah, I don't uh, do Twitter personally because it's a lot and scary sometimes, but I do sometimes go on the Fear Queers Pod Twitter at Fear Queers Pod. And you can also find us at LGBTQVHS on Instagram. Yeah, more to come there. <laughs> so much more to come from everywhere. Yes. Awesome. Thwip, thwip. thwip thank thwip. you both again so much. I love <laughs> this. You, oh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. Much love. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Beza and Chase. Aren't they great? Follow them and check out their podcast, Fear Queers, and be sure to check out That Gay Jedi on YouTube. And let us know what you thought of No Way Home. We're on all the social media. Just search Krypton to Alderaan and you'll find us. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been Joey, and I'll see you on the next episode.